This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and Dee. Listen, rate, subscribe. Oh my God, I've been wienered. Dick. Uh, all right, so this is a super crazy follow-up story. Um, a 47-year-old dude in England named Malcolm McDonald developed an unfortunate infection in his perineum. In 2010, you know what that is? Chair is extra squeaky today. Yeah. Uh, the the uh, well, the lower kneecap. Do I get another guess? Yeah, totally. The uh, <laughs> the elbow. It's your taint, bro. Oh, oh, that's mm. right. Yeah, that's, that's right. Well, it got so bad, his wiener fell off. And luckily, we have modern science. Remember the mouse with the ear growing on its back? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We grew a wiener on Duder's forearm. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, I can remember this. Totally. Yeah. So the first part of the treatment worked. That's when he made news. That's what you're remembering. They used skin from his arm to grow him a new unit uh-huh. just above his left wrist. But then he had to live with it hanging off his arm for six years. <laughs> dick arm. Total dick arm. Uh, I, uh, yeah, I remember us talking about taking a picture with it. Yeah. Yeah. He should have charged. Dick. Yeah, should have set a tent up. So it got delayed, the surgery, to get it off of his arm and onto the proper place. Ugh. There were scheduling mix-ups, staffing issues, COVID. Ugh. The good news is he finally has no dick arm. <laughs> He's been free of the dick arm for a while. Uh, They grafted it onto his crotch earlier this year, and he is whole again. Really? It doesn't work like his old... I was going to ask about nerve endings. There's no way the nerves are going to get fixed. There's a built-in pump. Just like an extension. So he can inflate it when you know. (laughs) So he's actually, he's had a really good sense of humor about it because you kind of have to. You have a dick growing out of you on your left wrist. And dude, totally rad dick extension, dude. You're like going to pay with your debit card and your thing's just flopping around. <laughs> I would be, uh, and, and you know, it's probably it's probably like growing a pumpkin. You probably don't know how big it's going to get. So when you start dick arm, you're hoping to yourself, man, I hope I get the 10-inch dick arm and not like the little, like a, a conversion chart to a pumpkin. You'd want right, the 2,000-pounder. right. right. And, uh, you know, it would suck you got the wrong seed. Charlie Shortino would never grow a three-inch dick arm. No. No. Because he's the master of the pumpkin growing. 2,500-pound pumpkins, I swear to God. I thought you were going to say 25,000-pound dick arm. Well, yes. You're walking around with, like, a Chevy truck on your arm. He's, right. He's got to have a, a wheelbarrow carry that thing around. Uh, he just swings it over his shoulder. Uh, Pay no attention to my dick arm. It'd be like if you... Uh, It'd be like uh, Russian soldiers in Ukraine started growing dick arms after taking over Chernobyl. Yeah, totally. You know, like dicks growing out of their forehead and their arms and their kneecaps. And, right. Like and a the, dick growing out of your dick. Which would be, if they had dick arms, it, hand-to-hand combat would be considerably different, I feel like. <laughs> there's too many of them. I can't take it. <laughs> there's too many. There's too many dick arms. Retreat, men. Retreat. <laughs> now I hear uh, you about that. The, uh their secret weapon, the dick arm. Uh, yeah, so it was like if you, so the the mechanics then would be, uh, the physiology of it would be uh, almost like you're flexing your arm. The dick uh, erects itself. No, 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 it's floppy. It's always floppy. Oh, it's always floppy. 
It just flops I mean, you pump around. Like you, could, like you could get a squeezy toy and uh, pump some blood up into the dick arm to, to keep it healthy. Are you a doctor? I am. Holy crap. I'm not a gynecologist, but I'll take a look. Sweet. Not probably. <laughs> I, I'm considerably cheaper than what you're paying down at, uh, at the hospital. Uh, uh, creepier, how crazy is that? Creepier and cheaper. Uh, amazing. Uh, that's all I can say. That's I know. A, That's really, really amazing. Science, bitch. It's so mind-blowing. Yeah. I ju- bet you he just, just to like... Just feel whole again, I mean, has to be, you know, fantastic. Right. He probably, like, wrapped it down so mm-hmm. it wasn't flopping around. Because that would be distracting, like, you're driving and you're, your dick well, is well, just well, everywhere. Well, play uh, stupid dick games, win stupid dick prizes. I mean, yeah, you got to keep it flopped down. You can't just be showing it off, hanging it out the window. <laughs> right. You're going to get a ticket. Hey, ladies, I'll be back to pick you up later <laughs> with my dick arm. You know, like the old... Uh, Microphone, magic microphone commercial. <laughs> uh, nice. So there's going to be a new documentary about him premiering in the UK. I'll We're going to end up it. getting it here, I'm sure. It's called The Man with a Penis on His Arm. They really <laughs> took their time coming up with a title. People, relax. What a complete waste. We are killing it online. Have you guys checked the comments? Of cyberspace. Smoke That Skin Wagon says, you guys are killing it. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. We're internet sensations. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. Uh, Becky? Is it Becky? What's your name? What's your name? Brooke. Oh, Brooke. Sorry. Brooke. Sorry, I got the wrong intel so- here. Hi, Brooke. How are you? Good. How are you? Dandy. What's going on? Yeah, so I need some advice. Um, my situation is I was recently uh, approached by my ex-boyfriend who cheated on me and uh about after three years he comes crawling back wanting me back so i did agree to go on a couple dates with him but it's just not the vibe's not a hundred percent there it's not okay uh, it's not okay (laughs) hey when you when you caught him uh did you hit him over the head with a seven iron or did, you, or did you use a wedge? You got to have the right, depending on your lie, you got to have the right club. That's right. <laughs> I wish I did. <laughs> Never use your driver. <laughs> no, they're $400. That's right. What, are you out of your mind? Are you out of your mind? <laughs> yes. Uh, why would you think that's a good idea? I mean, I just, I don't know. I guess I believe in second chances, but it's just, you know, it's just not the same. Oh, man. Guys, I assume he's good looking. Well, most guys that cheat are pretty good-looking guys. Remember, uh, the greatest cheat scandal in the history of the world was that uh, moron Hugh Grant with uh, oh my God. Uh, Elizabeth Hurley, the hottest woman on right. earth. The, he was in the car with a hooker. Getting a blowy. Doing the blowy. Yep. Uh, <laughs> remember Jay Leno going, <laughs> what were you thinking? I mean, what were you thinking? Hottest woman on earth. Hottest piece on earth. Um, uh <sighs> Is he begging? Uh, what's his? What's his? Uh, what is? Oh yeah, he's apologizing. He's mm-hmm. begging. It took him three years to finally realize what a dirty dog he was. Is <laughs> yeah. What are your friends saying? What did your bestie say when you told her you were gonna go on a date with him? Uh, she said I was stupid. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I could not agree with her more. Jennifer Lopez seems to be the exception. Remember uh, who was uh, 
uh, Sandra Bullock and Jesse James. Remember that one? The Vanilla Gorilla. Yeah, the Vanilla Gorilla, dude. That's right. And he was with that tattooed uh, chick. Uh, uh, Michelle McGee. Who I, I thought was uh, pretty hot. She and, was pretty hot until the Nazi stuff came out. And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. She had some Nazi flags flying. And then, uh, and then uh, he owned it. I mean, they all own it. They're Wait. like, look, man, this is part of, like, this part of the deal. Right. Part of the deal. Uh, but it was a mistake, and uh, I, I hope she takes me back. And and most of them, I don't think, take them back. Jennifer Lopez seems to be the exception. Uh, I was trying to think. Oh, Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, stuck it in uh, his uh, Housekeeper. housekeeper's bucket. Mm-hmm. And they had a child. Right. They had a child together. Oh, hell no. I'd be like, back to Austria, dude. <laughs> See you. <laughs> Uh, our short answer on that's usually, are we on the same page? No. I'd say no. Yeah. And if your bestie is opposed, you got to listen to your, the, your inner circle, dude. They know what's up and they see Right, because they probably didn't clearly. like it. They knew he was a rat before totally. and they were afraid to tell you. That's usually the way it goes. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Yeah. Is he, uh, is he buying jewelry or what, what's, uh, Yeah, what's maybe the... milk it for some goods first. <laughs> right, right. Maybe <laughs> get a gym. Maybe get a I'm gym membership. Get a gym membership, but not the one he's at. Right. And uh, go to a really expensive sushi place oh. first. Get like 10 nights. Of, call it 10 nights of judgment okay. at the sushi joint. <laughs> 10 nights of sashimi judgment. You're going to say, I think better when I'm eating sushi. <laughs> you could milk him for a grand in sushi. I love it. Ooh, That's a great idea. This is really good. What's the one redeeming quality he has that would make you take him back? What do you say he cheated? Twice? Once or twice? Oh, twice. Okay, so those are just one the times. really you, bad time. Okay, those are just the times you know about. All right, what, right. Is, what, is, what is his one redeeming quality that would make you take him back? What do you love the most? Well, because we have such a history together, we were together for a while, mm. and I think that's where it's, I'm like kind of torn. You know, we still have that that connection, right? The comfort connection. You don't have to start over. Right. You, yeah, you know everything about him, even the cheating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Dude, that makes it all worse. That's a big. One. I, my, what is your what is your rule on cheating? Caught once, caught twice. What is it? Three strikes. What's your rule? Mm-mm. I would say, uh, generally, what's your rule? Just a general rule. Yeah. Uh, you can F right off. It's, the first time. Yep. I'm kind of with you in that boat. Yeah. Yeah. Like, clearly, you're seeking something else, and that's fine. Go yeah. right ahead. Right. But you're not going to F so with me. So you think once a we cheater, have... always a cheater? Well, he did it twice. So, yes. And that's only what you know about. I guarantee you. We he have... cheated on you more than twice. Uh mm. Oh, I even slept with him. Yeah, I slept with him, too. He's great. We have a thing. We have a thing at our house. What is it? It's just a frying pan. (laughs) Dude, this frying pan. (laughs) Are you familiar with Farberware cookware? They've got this gold. It's like this unobtainium. It's unbelievable. You could literally beat it with a hammer and and uh, shoot a tactical weapon at it, and it'll just bounce off. I got this vision of you hanging out in your kitchen in your underwear, hitting the pan with the hammer. <laughs> Look at that! And then and then uh, all the guests over for Christmas dinner. Are like, is he, he going to stop at some point and put pants on? What's happening? Uh, 
What was I saying? Oh, we have a thing. thing. We have a thing. We have a thing. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I always say, if you want to cheat, just tell me. Right. You know, and then we can maybe work around it. I, I don't know. But it's like, don't just do it. Tell me. Right. I know, that sound, I know that sounds weird. It defeats the purpose of cheating. Well, no, it. it's actually not weird because if that information is shared with you, right. you, you then clearly, there's an issue that right. you need it's, to address. It's like the so, beginning of a, of, a, of a journey. It's like right. you clearly don't want to be with me. Right. If you're thinking about journey. so uh, How not, am I being a bad partner that right. you're seeking something else? How can I improve? It can be the beginning of a journey, and then we both start singing Don't Stop Believing." I love it. <laughs> so go there. I, we, uh, are in unison when we say Big Fat Nope. I kicked that Save ass. Save yourself a lot of trouble and time. Yep. You're going you're gonna, to yeah. cir- circle right back around. I guarantee it. Was it all, yeah, was it all physical? Right. Was it all physical, or was it... Uh, what? Uh, yeah, I mean, it was, it was, yeah. I would say mostly physical. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Which sure. Which is hard to, to break Yeah, back. that's a couple of times. Once, once is the, enough. I don't know. There's 8 billion people on the earth, honey. Mm-hmm. Go, go find one that right. wants to be with you, you know? Yep. All and right. He's probably on a million dating apps and messaging women probably... That's what, Creepy that's, messages. That's, that's what he's saying. There's eight billion hot chicks on the earth. I can't just freaking bang one. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. He's like a billion <laughs> chicks. But I would like a regular source of poon, so I'm going to go ahead right. and ask my uh, ass yeah, back. When I'm not nailing chicks, I need a place to sleep. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I go, over to, I go over to Brooke's house. You know what I'm saying? All right, Brooke. You're fine. Get the hell out of there. Yeah. Run! <laughs> Thank you, guys. All right, talk to you later. Thank you, Dave. down your smartphone, one podcast at a time. Listen, rate, and subscribe to the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. By the way, when when you gave birth, you gave birth to a buoy, didn't you? Oh, my God. What? (laughs) What? You have a little buoy? Named. Don't do this to me. <laughs> oh, that's nice. If Avery was here, he would have slapped you. I know. It's, I deserve it. Uh, I love it. Uh, all right. So, yeah, we've had a few deaths in the family. Um, we'll start with the spinal tap guy. Can I get PC2 uh, over yeah. there? Um, Rick Parnell died over the weekend. He was 70. So. Even though his character died at the end of the 1984 movie, this is Spinal Tap. Yeah, he was great. He continued to record and tour with the band. Uh, my memory of Spinal Tap, and you've seen Spinal Tap? No. no. You son of a bitch. I know. I cannot believe you've never seen one of the greatest. The The bathtub scene when uh, when when uh, Marty is interviewing everybody is fantastic. Wait, let me see if I can bring it up. Your first drummer was... Uh, Here we go. John Stumpy Peeps. Oh, what happened him? him? He, he died in a bizarre gardening accident. <laughs> and he was replaced by... Uh, Stumpy Joe. And Here. what happened to Stumpy Joe? The, the official explanation was he choked on vomit. It was actually someone else's vomit. Now, during the flower people period, who was your drummer? Peter James Bond. He also died in mysterious circumstances. <laughs> he exploded on stage. Like that. Given the history of Spinal Tap drummers uh, in the past, do you have any fears for your life? 
When I did join, you know, they did tell me, they kind of took me aside and said, well, Mick, uh, it's, you know, it's like this. And it did kind of freak me out a bit, but it can't always happen. Right. To every, can it? Right. I mean, the law of averages says, says you will survive. Yeah. <laughs> the law of averages say that you will not spontaneously combust on stage. Ah, oh, it's a great movie. One of my favorite lines is, uh, <clears throat> I can't even repeat it. One of their album titles was Shark Sandwich. Okay. And uh, he goes, uh, you know, one reviewer called it Snit Sandwich, and that was all. <laughs> Love it. It's just the little little moments of Spinal Tap that are great. Totally. Uh, obviously, the other death, uh, which I was all like this. <laughs> oh. oh, dude, no. You don't. You know what? You don't have to do this, dude. I know this. Uh, she's doing it. Yep, she's 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 gonna do it. I love her. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. The Judd. The Judd. Oh my God. You want to slow dance, or as my parents say, belly rub. <laughs> it's a real belly rubber. Hmm. I found someone like you said. Let it out. 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 Let why no, no, you did? The mom? You, both the Judds, you had a crush on Winona, too? Yeah, the mom and the daughter. Oh, really? Yeah, I thought they were... I think, remember, you I, called her one? Mount Rushmore when uh, she was on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, listen, you took that out of context. I, I don't think... I said I have never been to Mount Rushmore with Winona Judd. <laughs> Is that you, what you totally said? took that out you of context. You said she moves like Mount Rushmore. <laughs> I cannot believe you're you're actually accusing me of this. Without evidence. Uh, it's one of my favorite quotes of yours. I'll remember well, it forever. In a weird way, thank you. Uh, <laughs> I'm honored that you would remember one of my quotes. Yeah. Uh, no, so the mom is Naomi? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Oh, man, beautiful women. Yes. Uh, talented women. And they just played on the Country Music Awards. They did. They had a whole thing with a choir and everything, man. They were supposed to be on tour. They were coming to Green Bay, remember? We were going to go see them. Mm. Uh, super sad. She had chronic illness, and it sounds so like suicide. She, suicide. Yeah. Oh, man, oh man, oh man. That's why Robin Williams just didn't want to go that go out that way. You know. Yeah. Well, turn into a vegetable. She struggled with depression yeah. her whole life. She was pretty open about it. So, um, so that they were going into the Hall of Fame the, the day after they found her. Or, or a couple of days, wasn't hmm. it? I'm going to have to look at the timeline on that. And she was pretty lucid at the uh, at the Country Music Awards. Was it CMTs? Yeah. I mean, she seemed, she seemed fine. Uh, right, which is people with depression often seem fine before they do that. Um, but if she was had a history of depression and then you throw in chronic illness and pain or whatever, that's going to make it worse. It just amplifies everything. 
Ah, I can't. This is the worst. And it was so weird. I would, I did not, if you would have told me that I'm going to cry when Naomi Judd dies, yeah. I would have said you were insane. Right. But as soon as I saw the article, I was like, oh my God. And then the fact that the circumstances around it are also tragic. Right. Uh, so, Ashley Judd is. So I always sad. fancied that little uh, country number call. Why not me? Oh, dude. That was, a, that was a great hit. Dude, I love that song. Yeah, that was a catchy-ass song, man. That was super good. Why not me? She had a... Yes. Great, dude. Great vocal on that song. Her voice is so pretty. I usually don't use that word, but very pretty. I never got to see them live. I've seen one Judd, never both. You've been looking. It's still, that's back when country saw twang on it. That's nice. I'm going to go home and throw my Metallica vinyl away and replace it with the Judds. You can have both. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, I thought, it, I thought you could. Oh. It's not a one or the other thing. I thought you had to have a winner. And then you burned everything else. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe your house is still up. I thought you had a winner. Just ask the Boston Celtics. Oh, Okay, I'll do that. I'll ask them. Flipped over to a sports metaphor there. I I know. I hate that. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So I saw the speech. They did do the award show, the Hall of Fame acceptance. They took it. They took it. Was it Naomi and who's the actress daughter? Ashley. Ashley was there. And uh, visibly upset, but uh, they had a nice moment together. I think they went up there. My mama loved you so much. And she appreciated your love for her. And I'm sorry that she couldn't hang on until today. Your esteem for her and your regard for her really penetrated her heart. And it was your affection for her that did keep her going in these last years. And please come see Pop. Please do come see him. And while this is so much about the Judds as a duo, I want to take a moment to recognize my sister, a goat. You know what that means? I didn't prepare anything tonight because I knew Mom would probably talk the most. (laughs) There you go. There you go. All right. Yeah, man. Losing a losing a parent, uh, buddy, I'll tell you. Yeah. All right. So the official salute. Oh, He's dead, dude. Jim. Nice. He's dead. He's dead, doctor. He's dead, Jim. He's dead. He's dead, Captain. You'll die, Jim. He's dead. He's dead, Jim. Dead. The man is dead. He's dead. He's dead. He's dead, sir. She's dead, Jim. She's dead, Jim. He's dead, Jim. That man's dead back there. She's dead. He's dead. He must be dead. He was worse than dead. His brain is gone. Captain is dead. He's dead, Captain. He's dead, Jim. Is this a dead man, Doctor? Very dead, Mr. Spock. Let her go, Jim. He's dead. He's dead. She's dead. We're all gonna die. I wish you wouldn't have played that. Oh, come on now. I know. Let's go get a beer, take a lap, and eat some beef jerky. All right. Everything will be fine.
You can learn a lot listening to podcasts. Uh, did you know that the hottest chili pepper in the world is so hot it could kill you? Or you can listen to this one. Bears can smell your menstruation. I can smell your menstruation. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. They didn't have any songs about monsters. Anyway, I was looking at my calendar today. Uh, DJs do that uh, on this date in history thing. Oh, yeah. yeah I kind of yeah. don't go in on that stuff. Sometimes it's pretty cool. Sometimes though. it's interesting. Today was interesting. Uh, today, for the first time, uh, the Loch Ness Monster was sighted and started you know, down the rabbit hole. No one. way. 1933 newspaper Inverness Carrier Courier relates an account of a local couple who claimed to have seen an enorm- enormous animal rolling and plunging on the surface. Sorry, the monster. Comes a media phenomenon with a London newspaper sending correspondence to Scotland and a circus offering a 20,000-pound sterling award to capture the beast. See how that worked out with King Kong? That ended well. Right. And we learned nothing. He ate everybody in New York. After the April 33 sighting was reported in the newspaper on May 2nd, interest steadily grew, especially after another couple claimed to have seen the animal on land. Oh, my God. It was walking upright. It was like Clay Matthews. It was giant, just oh. walking on land, thundering and dripping seaweed. No Winona Judd joke. <laughs> I didn't say Winona Judd. I could have. Amateur investigators for decades kept an almost constant uh, vigil. And in the 60s, British universities launched sonar expeditions. Nothing conclusive found, but in each expedition, sonar operators detect some type of large moving underwater object, like your mom. In 1975, another expedition combined sonar underwater photography. Photo resulted uh, that after enhancement appeared to show what looked like a giant flipper. <laughs> Don't. Don't. It's hard to sound, uh, use your radio voice to ex- accentuate flipper. Giant flipper. It's a giant flipper. You're listening to the flipper. <laughs> <laughs> You're rocking with the flipper. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change my name to Flipper. As I go off into AM talk radio, yes. I'm going to be, ladies and gentlemen, now with the radio tradio, the one and only Flipper. You're listening to the blowhole. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Further sonar expeditions in the 80s and 90s resulted in more conclusion. So who, the dude that took the picture. Wait, why are we not talking about the dude that lied about the picture? Look right, up. thank you. Where's that asshole? That guy lied on his deathbed. He said he lied. Right. What was that dude saying? And then they were like, we're just going to ignore that. Right, right, right. No, it'll ruin, it'll hurt tourism. <laughs> we're not going to, all the hotels will dry up. We're not going to, we're not going to, we're not going to report that. Let's see. Yeah, that, that guy, uh, wasn't he a doctor or something? Um, I'm looking it up right now. And he said he put that thing of the picture on a piece of wood. It was a giant arm. Sticking up, you know, like the hand yeah. thing. Yeah, uh, yeah what, what was that guy? Why, why are they not mentioning that? That's huge. I'm trying to find him. Maybe because they, uh, uh, as written off, they, they don't report on it. George Spicer. George Spicer. I will find you, Jorge Spicer. Well, he's dead. I mean, right. I don't know what you're going to do to his grave. I don't want to know. I'm not that mad that I'm going to go dig him up and punch him in the head. But No. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, so there you go. Today was the, uh, today was the so, day that it all started and down 
down the rabbit hole we went. We went. Now, the last one I saw, they did a thing and they found, was it eel DNA? And they were surprised. So now they think it was a giant eel. Uh, many people know that the most famous photograph of the Loch Ness Monster was a total hoax. The creature yeah. depicted in Robert Wilson's 1934 shot. Oh, wow. Turned out to be nothing more than a toy submarine with a plastic head stuck on it. <laughs> but for some reason, uh, the fun. legend just goes on. Now we call it dick arm. But, right. but not back then. You weren't allowed to report no, you that. you could not report right. that. Man. Yeah. That, Isn't that when, bizarre? When we were kids, though. Oh, my God. I remember, like, the Inquirer oh, that and stuff. That was, uh, was totally great when we were kids yeah. to, to believe in that. Bigfoot was still felt real. Yeah, because six million dollar man fought him, and then oh. uh, and kicked his ass. By the way, and then uh, and then Loch Ness monster was great. Oh man, and uh, you know the guy was still alive back then, right? So everybody was like, "Well, there's the picture." Uh, believe it or not, and off we went. It was another great uh, show called Believe It or Not. If you want to look it up, uh, wasn't uh, it Ripley's Believe It or Not? No, 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 no. It was in search of, and it was <sighs> Spock. Spock hosted it. Used to watch it as a kid. Scared us. They talked about haunted houses and yeah, and uh, and weird stuff. Neat. And I think it was called In Search of. Okay. Leonard Nimoy, I believe, hosted it. Look that up. Uh, it is actually. This is great that you're doing the story because it's National Paranormal Day. Ah. Twenty-two percent of Americans believe in the Loch Ness monster. Of course. <laughs> of course it does. <sighs> he should have made it really weird and put like a giant feather sticking out of its head or something you know something, something right really strange right and then people be like oh, a little, like a little t-rex arms they evolved from chickens <laughs> it's a deadly chicken uh yeah so uh yeah he admitted it was a fake which which but don't I, let that stop you which uh, which uh, right <laughs> don't let the audits and recounts stop you from believing in the Loch Ness monster Dude. see how i mixed that up? i love it yes you know, I'm just making mad people mad. I know they're so that. easily agitated. <laughs> okay, it's I think it's just incredible that. But people are nervous. You always got to think of, uh, that. Uh, what do they say about the camera that always takes a blurry picture? I don't know. What do they say? I don't know. There's a funny saying they say. I Is can't they? remember. I haven't heard it in a while. Okay. I can't remember all this stuff. I can't be the brains of the show every day. God. We know. What do you say? It's like they're. Uh, they're always running or something, taking blurry picture. I can't remember. Uh, but anyways, they, or they shake it to take, make it as blurry as possible. I don't know. I don't know either. I'm trying to figure it out. Uh, I mean, I, I would love it if there was a Loch Ness Monster. I mean, I think it would be really, really cool. I, 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 I don't know. I mean, don't tortoises live in for 250 years? Right. Like, come on, man. Totally. Who knows? I love I love thinking about that like a, a dinosaur, you know, which like alligators, and crocodiles. I saw this is really interesting. I didn't, I just thought of this. Okay. Somebody have to tell me about this. Uh, I was at Sylvie Saturday night watching Jimmy Allen rock out, and we w- we went down into the artist's room, the green room, whatever you want to yeah. call. it. I'd never been in there. Have you been oh, in there? Oh yeah, it's super awesome. Oh, so cool. Yeah. Anyways, we're down there, and I'm looking at the wall. You know, the big uh, onion uh, uh, front page of the man landing on the moon. Holy F, we're on the moon. You know, right. that, and all this artwork. There's a picture of old school Madison. Uh, just a, a a simple pencil sketch of the city of Madison in whatever early 1800s, mid 1800s. Not much here. Yeah. But then they show on Lake Monona. There's a giant 
squid drawing of a squid coming out of the water and it says the monona monster hell yeah and i'm like whoa wow worst kept secret in madison is there a critter in lake monona why would they put madison that on? and the monona monster why would they put that on that sketch a brief history let's do that tell me i'll have a coffee Long before the spikes of Lady Liberty's crown punctuated Lake Mendota's horizon, a different barbed spine disputed the waters. Since the 19th century, Madisonians have claimed to have spotted a sea serpent upwards of 25 feet long, traversing the waters of both lakes straddling the isthmus. Newspaper reports from the period describe a snake-like monster with a broad, flat-topped head and a long spiked tail. No flipper. In the 1860s, a couple was canoeing across Lake Mendota toward Governor's Island when they accidentally bumped a log with their oar. Suddenly, the water began to churn. Dude, yeah, we need the sound effect. Let's see. So suddenly, the water began to churn, and the log disappeared into the water. This was a monster of some sort, we have no doubt. One of the overreactive canoers later wrote, We were not too long in deciding that retreat was the better part of valor, valor, and we resolved to say nothing about the matter. I wonder if people drank as much in 1860 as they drink now. Hammered. (laughs) But word spread, and serpent sightings picked up towards the end of the century. In 1892, boaters and spectators from the shore watched the serpent uh, go in an up-and-down motion across Lake Monona towards Esther Beach. That might have been Madison's first fish fry. (laughs) <laughs> right. After somebody caught it. In 1899, the Racine Daily Journal reported that two women spotted the creature while boating. They started for shore, and the serpent, apparently as much frightened as they, plunged, they say, into the depths of the lake, making a great deal of foam. An anthropologist of Wisconsin folklore, Charles Brown, you can call him Chuck, described two sightings in 1917. In one, a fisherman off Picnic Point received the fright of his life when a large snake-like head with large jaws and blazing eyes emerged from the water before him. In another, the serpent tickled the feet of two women sunbathing behind a frat house. That was no season. That was actually my great-grandfather. Exactly. It's very horny. (laughs) Very horny. Foot fetish, don't ask. He was the original flipper, the the third. Yes. Uh, But despite its fearsome exterior, the serpent was a gentle giant. Brown wrote that it was rather good-natured animal playing such pranks as overturning a few canoes with his body or tail, giving chase to sailboats and other lake craft, uprooting a few lake piers, and frightening bathers by appearing near beaches. The skeptics thought perhaps the serpent was only a large pickerel, or perhaps a garfish, with a collection of artificial clinging, artificial baits clinging to its head. The friendly monster was named after the Algonquin hero, oh. Winnebozo. <laughs> I thought Milwaukee for- was Algonquin for... El Bozo. Right, right. The creator of plant and animal life. Legend has it the creature left by the way of the Yahara River, Ah. but by the time he had departed, he'd garnered a lasting nickname, Bozo. El Bozo. Okay, I didn't know that. That's kind of neat. We done got educated today. Yeah. Bozo. We ought to do a giant. We could have renamed Nails Tails Bozo and at least had a use for it. Right. Stupid Nails Tails. Should have put a bag over. We should have put a bag. A brown bag over the top of nails tails. Yeah, and put and 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 drew some eyes on it. Right, and called a bozo. Bozo, I present to you, bozo. Welcome to Madison.
<laughs> and we're just standing out in front of Camp Randall, and everybody's like, what? Bozo. <laughs> <laughs> you guys got to go. I've told you a million times. That's kind of cute. I... How have we been here this long and we didn't know that story? No. Well, that sounds more accurate than stupid Loch Ness monster, right? Idiot stories, right? So it like was a, just a, a sea serpent that liked. Well, I, I mean, at least there's people that saw something here. It's not like Loch Ness where it's like, oh, we got a radar image and a guy on a deathbed confession. I mean, psh, right. right? This sounds legit. It does. Glad he left. I don't want to get get eaten. I don't want to be sushi for bozo. What a role reversal that would be. For real. Unbelievable. Yeah. All right. Very cool. And when did they say he left? Uh, like in the uh, 40s or something? No. When was that? So, um, Mojo said too many people peeing in Lake Monona. I'm going to seek out fertile ground. It doesn't say when he supposedly left. Sounds like a giant anaconda. So, I don't know. Have you ever seen a giant anaconda? Is this... A wiener joke. Is this? Come with me. <laughs> all right. All right. Good story. Yeah. Dude, good, yeah. Sto- good story time. Love that. All right. Replay today. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. Dude, everybody panic. Dude. Uh, Lake Mead. What the heck? Oh, yeah. Kiss it. Goodbye. The plunging water level in Lake Mead, which is the country's largest reservoir, Besieged by drought. Unveiled another disturbing discovery over the weekend. A body in a barrel. A person who was spending a relaxing day at the lake on Sunday (laughs) found the barrel. Uh, Now, the Lieutenant Ray Spencer, he's the homicide duder for Vegas, said that the person that found the barrel, you could see the remains of the person inside the barrel because the barrel was, like, corroded. Yeah. So there was no avoiding it because I was when I saw the headline, I'm like, man, if I found that, I'm not so sure I would open the barrel. Oh, what's in the barrel? Right. I will leave it a mystery and let the cops deal with it. Um, So they think that the body is a victim of homicide from the 80s based on items recovered from the barrel. New global warming would uh, screw up your murder. Right. Your body stashing place. The lake has drained dramatically over the last 15 years. It is likely we will find additional bodies. Sweet. The barrel was likely dropped hundreds of yards offshore back then, but that area is now considered the shoreline. Homicide investigators plan to get with some scientists at the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, to determine whether the rate of corrosion is consistent with the barrel being in fresh water for that long. The body underwent an autopsy. Uh, We don't have the results yet. About 25 million people in Arizona, Nevada, California, and Mexico rely on Lake Mead water, which has been running out. Climate change, not real. As of Monday, the lake's water level was around 1,054 feet above sea level. That's about 160 feet below its 2,000 level. When it was last considered, the fullest was 2,000. So the lowest level on record for the reservoir is happening right meow. Um, it was filled in the 30s. We all know that. That's what's really incredible about the Hoover Dam, was that they freaking did it in the 30s. Right. Uh, in August, the federal government declared an unprecedented water shortage on the Colorado River. I feel like everybody knows this, but maybe not. Uh, which feeds the reservoir. That triggered water consumption cuts for states in the southwest. 
beginning in January, which is the whole purpose of Hoover Dam is to like disperse that water uh, out to states and whatnot. Um, so uh, last week, the lake's low water level also exposed one of the reservoir's original water intake valves for the first time. The valve had been in service since 1971, but it can't draw any water because it's above it. It's about how long your mom's v- valve's been in service. I stuttered there. Shh, it's fine. <laughs> it's really. It usually renders people speechless. <laughs> I understand. The, the, the valve. <laughs> the, the, the valve. Like, shut up, boy. Oh. Um, so upstream on the Colorado River, the water levels at Lake Powell, which is the country's second largest reservoir, yeah. also plummeting. Recently dipped below a threshold that threatens not only downstream water supply, but also hydropower generation for the surrounding communities. Across the West, we've had drought. I feel like it's that's probably a, that hooker thing. from the movie uh, Very Bad Things uh, with. Uh, oh, hold on, hold on. Hold what's on. his name was in there. And. Uh, I forget his name. What a great movie. I forget his name, too. Here. PC2. <laughs> As the water recedes, here's what else they'll find at the bottom of Lake Mead. Oh. Danger's joke about my mom's vagina. <laughs> You'll find it at the bottom of Lake Mead. Fair enough. Where it belongs. Put it down there with the with the with Bozo, the giant eel. It'll be that. No, it's uh, you know, uh, remember that uh, scene from uh, Casino? I don't. Hang on a minute. I I just remember Casino being one of the most depressing movies I ever watched. Really? Yeah. You didn't think it was sad? Meeting in the middle of the desert always made me nervous. It's a scary place. I knew about the holes in the desert, of course, and everywhere I looked, there could have been a hole. Normally, my prospects of coming back alive from a meeting with Nikki were 99 out of 100. That's the only clip uh, soundbite from Casino Without an F-Bomb. I was going to say. <laughs> I just realized, hey, they're not swearing. Am I listening to the right movie clip? Uh, something's wrong. I was waiting. I'm like, there's going to be an F-Bomb without yeah. a doubt. Jimmy the Chin uh, took somebody out to Lake Mead on a one-way boat ride. You notice. You want a one-way boat ride. <sighs> it, when we did the Hoover Dam tour, I mean, <laughs> if they can't disperse that water properly, I don't know what's going to happen. It's, that's One thing insane. surprised me about uh, Lake Mead is how deep the damn thing is. So damn deep. It's like a thousand feet deep, and yet... Not anymore. We're draining it, right? There's no runoff. Right. Completely. But didn't you say they didn't really rely on it anymore? Didn't you say you took no, the they tour? No, they don't. What'd they say? What'd their they point, the whole... Uh, generating power is not the reason for Hoover Dam being there. Like they don't. That's just a, a secondary thing that happens. It's a byproduct of what they're actually doing, which mm-hmm. is getting that water dispersed properly. Got it. So yeah, I maybe we shouldn't be uh, <clears throat> having giant farms where it should be a desert. I don't know. Jeez, you get very adamant about. I do solar energy. <laughs> it just seems you're absurd. To you're me, scaring. But. The children. The children. Again. All right. Hello. 
Hello. Hey, good morning. Good morning. morning. Good morning. morning. Hey, that uh, Hoover Dam tour is awesome, but I would say, too, and you touched on it, D, already, is that, uh, you know, there was no computer-aided, you know, design or anything like that. And they actually finished ahead of schedule, too. Right. Which is also amazing because everything now takes, you know, (laughs) six months, a year, two years later, depending on the project. But um, a lot of people did lose their life. You know, you probably saw that on the tour, too. Right. Yeah. Uh, But amazing. I've got pictures, and to this day, that's probably, uh, beyond beer tours, that's probably one of the best tours I've been on. It's just Mm mind-blowing to me how they did it. It was incredible. That's really scary about the water, though. I did not know the level was that low. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Over and out. Thank you. Yeah, take it easy, man. (sighs) How long was your tour? I think it was like an hour. I have to take it one of these days. And the other thing that was just mind-blowing about it was that they negotiated how the water was going to be dispersed and everybody agreed. Got it. When in recent history have we gathered four politicians together and they agreed? Like, it's just, whatever. It's a different time, man. We're going to draw straws. Right. <laughs> Short straw. Mexico's like, damn it. Short straw. Going to be a little dehydrated. <laughs> yeah, no. No, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. It's a, it's just a, <clears throat> the, the when you turn the corner there when you're coming out of Vegas. Or what's the little city they built just to build Boulder the City. Boulder City. They built that city just, for the yeah, workers. Churches and stores and the whole thing. Uh, just the visual mass of that thing. Sitting down there in that hole, yeah, is mind blowing. And like, so the inspectors were going through and checking all the different tunnels and stuff as there were still workers, uh, yeah, building yeah. right above them. Right, right. Unbelievable. How many damn questions you asked during the damn tour? Um, I didn't ask many because there were two question askers mm-hmm. that would not stop. <laughs> And so I would quietly ask the tour guide questions as we were walking. And I was like, how long have you been here working? Where do you live? Blah, 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 blah. It was fun. She was a Marine. She was awesome. Uh, this is from July 10th, 2021. If Lake Mead drops another 175 feet, water would no longer pass through the Hoover Dam and cut off water supply for everyone downstream. Well, that seems like they were a little panicky back then because... I feel like we've dropped that far. Um, here we go. Well, was the in, the exposed intake is what's feeding the the energy, correct? It's what's sucking the water in. Yeah, yeah. Right. I saw it. I saw it sticking out. Uh, all right. So crazy. the states have been scheduled to receive river water that was stored in the lake, but releasing the water would have drained the reservoir further, threatening its ability to generate hydroelectric power. Um, the feds revealed that declining reservoir levels would endanger the tubes that carry water past the dam's hydropower turbine, potentially depriving multiple communities of drinking water and compromising public health and safety. Late last week, the states agreed to forfeit their water from Lake Powell in order to ensure the reservoir can still produce power. The deal puts a finger in the metaphorical dike. Thank you. <laughs> I would appreciate that. Ouch. If, uh, yeah. po- postponing it. Inevitable. In any other circumstance... <laughs> We would be taken off the air if she said that. We would be physically removed from this room under any other circumstance. Mickey Mouse would come in with a baseball bat for sure. Uh, Postponing an inevitable reckoning with the years-long drought. 
uh, wrenching trade-off between power access and water access. <laughs> it does so in part through an unusual act of uh, accounting. Where does Vegas get their water from? Lake Mead. Uh, they do pump it, huh? Yeah. Maybe that's why my room, my bottled water in my room was $15 if I took it off the electronic. First thing I said when we got in there, I was like, whatever you do, do, do not drink do, that water. We, I told Chris, I'm like, do not put anything within five feet of that table full of liquid. Yeah, we had it roped off. We had a bottle of Fireball in the fridge. I'm like, don't touch that. It's probably $3,000. Totally. Do not touch that Fireball. And then, uh, so (laughs) there's a little sign on the fridge that was like, if you need a fridge for your food, call housekeeping. So I did. And they were like, it's 35 bucks a day. And I was like, well, that should be posted. (laughs) Um, And so then I was like, well, whatever. And I just moved everything aside and threw our tiramisu in the fridge. I tried to, uh, we were trying to play a game of guess how much. Everything in the fridge and everything on the, on top of it would cost if you would touch everything and take it off the electronic monitor. Right. And I said about $3,000. Probably. About my, my probably. Guess. There was quite a bit of booze in there. And oh, I assume... my God. We had full bottles of whiskey. And, oh, right. You know. And, man, you're drunk at the wrong time. Right, right. That's a... That's an $80 bottle of Fireball. Bar's closed. What? You got a couple of friends in the room. Hey. Look here. I got 20 on it, Look what the good Lord has brought us. (laughs) The JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 94.1 JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D. Nowhere but JJO.